Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box is rated M for mature audiences only. It may contain nudity, sexual situations, strong language, and monsters that will eat you. The thoughts and opinions stated by Sam, Josh, and Clarence are their own and in no way reflect MTG cast Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or our mom who tried really hard to teach us the right things to do and say. The following impressions left by Raiders can be helped by strong antipsychotic meds and therapy. Do not swim for up to two hours after listening to Raiders of the Fairies. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Guess what I just did? Had sex, undressed, saw her boobies and the rest. Was sure nice of her to let you do that thing. Nice of any girl ever. Now sing. I just had sex. And it felt so good. Felt so good. I want to let me put my penis inside of her. I want to tell the world. To be honest, I'm surprised she even wanted me to do it. Doesn't Welcome to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Yay! Holy shit, we're back. But they don't know where th- that we've been gone. Uh-huh. Well, they, they, we're back. If they've paid attention at all to the past <laughs> episodes, they know very much we've been gone. So all those people out there missing us, they hear Sam chewing. I was going <laughs> to say that. Don't do your teeth thing either. <laughs> Seriously, that, that's, that picks up on the thing, the dinner thing. And it's like, what, what's going on? It sounds like somebody's rolling dice. I'm eating ice cream. And I'm chewing on my dentures. <laughs> and I'm making a clip. Anyway. Josh, put the cat down. <laughs> That's a great segue. Um, so, I read this thing today and it says, Ohio Animal Shelter puts the fattest cats on discount. <laughs> so, an animal shelter in Ohio, Specializes a central Ohio animal shelter with the abundance of a chubby cats is having a, a sell on its fattest felines, hoping a discount entices potential <laughs> owners to take one home. Because, you know, when you go into a pet store and you're like, man, I only have 20. I can't get that cat. That's a good, that's a good cat. I can get that fat one. Oh, shit, I can get two fat ones. What I don't understand is why people actually pay for cats. That's can't true. you just get them for free from, like, so many different other organizations? Yeah, like, behind Taco Bell. <laughs> There's that, too. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm gonna go wash my hands. wandering the dumpster and stuff. Well, uh, Sam's washing his hands. I'll go ahead and say... I'm Clarence. I'm Josh. I'm grape flavored. Hey, that's my line. <laughs> son of a bitch. And this is Sam. He's a son of a bitch. Hey. Mom <coughs> listens. Oh. <coughs> Love you, Tracy. <laughs> no, that's awesome. awesome. She probably listened once, cried herself Do you think you could do that with orphans, too? Give her a shortcut on desktops. <laughs> I'm saying, I think I want to try. You go to the adoption agency and... Uh, you know, the ugly <laughs> there's orphans. a stack of paperwork for the skinny adoption? cute kids. Right. Well, I'm sure there's lots of lies and there's tons of legal fees and stuff like so that, and documentation fees. But you don't actually pay the orphanage right. to take care of them. But what hands. he's saying is, you go in, you know, you're like, I want a skinny kid. I got this stack of paperwork. You walk in, you're like, can I get the fattest kid you got? Here, take it. Yeah, like, <laughs> they don't even uh, say him or her. Like, sign here? Right. Okay. His initial here. He's, <laughs> He's been eating all the food. Get him out of here. Right. There's the nice we'll throw in a comforter. cute little blonde girl, you know, and they've she had three lookers this week. <laughs> what the hell does <laughs> they, it matter to him? They they're not to get rid of any kid. If you want her, you got to fill out this, this book, this small novel of paperwork. And then if you want the fat Joey over there, Joey's got, you know, an eating disorder and maybe... Um, I, don't I don't think know. it makes sense at all with the children. Uh, the cats... It's a whole different story. No one wants it to be scat. He'll eat all your lasagna and shit. Was that a Garfield joke? <laughs> it was a Garfield joke. Come on. Jesus hey, Jim Davis got second place in, in what? the Invitational the other day. It's not the Jim Davis, but it, it's funny. It's the same name and all. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That was, that was good. So I deleted my <clears throat> Facebook. Why did they think they just stopped the cats? I don't know. I mean... There's bound to be other fat animals. Do those just sell better? I don't. I don't know. I read something on your today. Facebook is a little more interesting. So, why did you delete your Facebook? I did it because I was sitting there one day and I was reading through it, and I was like, "These are some of my closer personal friends." Because this is after leading like a hundred people <laughs> for just no reason. I just couldn't figure out why these people are on my internet page, and so I, I go on there and I'm reading these people that you know are supposed to mean a little more to me because like I'm, I'm like Jesus I don't care about any of this shit you know work. I stub my toe or I gotta go to work in 30 minutes or I wish somebody would bring me ice cream or any of that you know 
Those were all posted by Candace. <laughs> the last one was you, mister. And I didn't bring you ice cream. <laughs> I never asked somebody to bring me ice cream. Mm. Are you certain? You asked the whole internet. So, I don't know. And I, you can't take well, that back if either. I did, it's out there. If I, if I did post this, there's I have like 600 Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. And none of those fuckers brought me ice cream. So now I'm pissed off. That's too bad. It's bullshit. See, I never cared, so I never so even made it. I didn't Facebook. know how to do it, though. I didn't know how to do like a, a delete on the Facebook. By the way, yeah, it's not I mean, easy. If you want to get into the Raiders a little bit more, we do have a Facebook page. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we just deleted it. No, we didn't. <laughs> so I didn't know how to do it because I, I asked my wife. My wife went on Facebook quite a bit. I'm like, how do you delete a Facebook account? She's like, you go to settings and profile and. And I did everything she said. I was like, I don't see it, honey. So she comes over and can find it. So she spends a good 10 minutes doing it. So I had to go to Google, and, and I typed in, how do I... And before I even typed anything else, <laughs> one of the options was delete my Facebook account. That's amazing. It is. It made me laugh a lot. And I took a picture of it, and I tweeted it, like all Americans should do. <laughs> I guess I missed that one. How do I delete my Twitter account? Well, it's it's a lot easier. You just log out. <laughs> I don't want to delete my Twitter account. Right? Twitter's so awesome. You can follow us at Raiders of TPB. Please do. Mm. Anyway, Clarence has this great story about a good friend of ours named Daniel. And oh, yeah, that is a good story. Out. I'd like you to tell that story. I forgot I about the stories. Have you heard this story yet, Sam? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was okay. there, the original telling of it. And I've even followed up with Daniel. I had to get his age, which I'm not going to say here. Okay, so... I'm at work one night, and there's this girl that works with me, and or works for me, and she's 16. You shouldn't say that. And she's <laughs> she's she's well endowed for a young girl. I'll leave it like that. And her dad is one of my friends, and so give her a lot of crap. Well, then this other guy was working, and his name's Mark Kurz, and he's awesome, and uh. So I said I'm going to play this joke on Daniel Lyon. Daniel Robert Lyon. Uh, I'll give you his cell phone number at the end of the show. 831 Westbrook. But uh, he, he's, uh, he's visiting his grandmother in Tulsa. He's gone for the weekend. and So I grab Ashley's cell phone, and I'm, 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 I usually play games. I'm not going to lie. I play Angry Birds on my <laughs> cell phone all the time at work. But... uh. I get on her Facebook and I'm messing around. I usually post random things, and yeah, I don't know why. But uh, I'm like, let's see who's on your chat, and I'm <laughs> and Daniel's online. So I'm like, hey Daniel, and he's like, what's up? And I'm like, you want to see my boobs? And he, and he's like, duh. And I'm like, well. I'm feeling kind of horny right now, so you know, it, let's let's do this. And the conversation goes on for a little bit. I can't even remember what all was said, but uh, it ends up he's he's like, heck yeah, you know, text me and I'll you know we'll do this. And so he gives her her slash me, being me, his number. And so I I start texting him from her phone. And I'm like, if I'm going to send you a picture of my boobs, I have to know that you won't send them, or you won't show it to anybody else. So, uh, give me, you know, give me a picture of you. And he's like, oh, okay, no problem. And so he sends this picture, shirt off, you know, just top, topless Daniel. And I'm like, oh, that's lame. And then about that time, Mark Purs walks up, and he gets in on the whole thing. And he's like, Lower. And so then Daniel proceeds to send a picture with his pants pulled down just a little bit and still hapless. And uh, while all this is going on, Daniel's texting Mark and myself like, you're never going to believe whose boobs I'm about to see. And so it's just really funny for us. Well, then Mark's Mark's like, I, you've got to show me your... your what did he I think he said lower or you don't see mine or something like that 
So Daniel sends a full-blown naked picture. <laughs> Just, yeah, and I'm pretty sure he did the whole, like, it said, give me a second. And then about five minutes later, <laughs> we get this picture. And so I'm pretty sure, you know, we got him a little woody going. Did he? Was he a little hard? And I mean little. I mean, you looked at his wood, right? Yeah. And so, and it was no thing because I've seen Daniel Lines before. So you know it was your But, uh. I've seen that erect before. Yeah. <laughs> he sends the picture. And so, in response to his picture, you know, he's got to get a picture of boobs. So, with Ashley's phone, I take a picture of myself lifting my shirt and Mark standing right behind me giving a big thumbs up. <laughs> and, uh. The. the it was hilarious. That's pretty awesome, dude. Kind of freaked me out the next morning when Ashley's dad texted me a picture of Mar- or of Daniel naked, though, <laughs> from his phone. <laughs> so now, yeah, lots of people have seen Daniel naked. That's pretty funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got another one. So Pennsylvania eighth graders field trip includes a Hooters lunch. <laughs> that's they, awesome, right? What kind of teacher? I mean, oh, oh what kind of? Oh. So many things could go wrong. Shut <laughs> up. Like I would what? take kids to Hooters. Yeah, that's why you're not a teacher. <laughs> Tell us why. How'd you know? <laughs> not a teacher, that kind of teacher. Not an eighth grade teacher. For one Pennsylvania group of eighth graders, a recent field trip to Baltimore included a lunch Hooters, a restaurant better known for its busty waitresses than its food. Which is true, right? I mean, no, anything there's awesome. Wings? The wings are okay. I've had and better. They're... they're, they're Something is really good. It's the boobs. Oh yeah, I have never titties. been there. It's the boobs. Never been to a Hooters. Oh, oh but if you want to spend lots and lots of money on beer, go to Hooters. <laughs> it's like thirteen twenty-five for a pitcher of beer. Mm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's that's not uncommon. At some of the higher places. But Hooters. Well, just think about they let you fucking motorboat the titties. Do they? No. Yeah. Clarence, Sam, and Evan to Hooters. You heard him say this. Follow the follow. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, motorboat. Good God. <laughs> Never mind. We could have gotten so far with that. I told Hartman to motorboat my wife's vagina tonight. What? <laughs> what? She was being a, a, a real bitch, so I wanted her to be cheered up. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and in my head, I was thinking, I wonder if it'll sound like this. <laughs> Did it work? Was she cheered up? He didn't do it. Yeah. Pussy. Pussy. I need you around more often when my wife's pissed off, Sam. <laughs> so the Berwick Middle School students were visiting the National Aquarium last week, and chaperones took them to various restaurants for lunch because the group of 100 was too large for a single person. There's 100 of them? There's 100 of these guys. Dude, that's crazy. Did In all Baca of them? City, we have like 12 acres left. Mm, 13. They've usually so dropped out by then. Did all of them go to Hooters? Like, all group of 100 no, go, like, I pile think, in? I think that, like, what happened is they had so many people that, like, the overflow, they filled up one restaurant, and there was many around, and the Hooters were maybe within walking distance. I don't know. See, that would make a lot more sense. But if you're, like, a, a dude teacher, one of the chaperones or the male, and you're like, Hey, uh, Man, this place guys. is crowded. You want to go over there? <laughs> right? There's Look, they've got owls. <laughs> they got owls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're eighth graders. At eighth grade, you can... S- uh, come on. You don't have to hide it. I tried to talk my teachers to taking me there in the eighth grade. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm sure I did. If you had, like, a parent chaperone, and you're like, hey, how about the Hooters? And you're like, <laughs> you're funny. And then you keep going, you're like, no, seriously. And he's like, well, I guess so. I, I like hot wings. And boobs. The superintendent, Wayne Brookhart, says that while he wishes the group's co-chaperones had chosen another restaurant, he has not received any complaints from parents. <laughs> <laughs> As a parent, okay, from, all three of us are parents. What happens if uh, your eighth grade son or daughter comes home and says, we went to Hooters for on our field trip? Son or daughter? Son or daughter. my perspective? Yes, as a parent. High five? I wouldn't really care i would i would be like eighth grade let's huh. hold on think about this connor's in gonna be in fourth grade and he'll be 10 i think 11, 12, 13, for the most 14, part i'm cool with it too 14, I, would, I don't think i'd be happy about it but i wouldn't make a complaint yeah I'd, no, i think i'd be happy about it I, I wouldn't have any problem with it i would wonder why i'd want to hear the explanation I, i'd be like did you bring pictures <laughs> <laughs> did you get any autographs yeah <laughs> 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 so he didn't receive any complaints from the parents. And Hooters spokesman Mike McNeese, the restaurant chain, offers 
host groups including schemes and church, church organizations with teens and younger children. Which is great, you know. I will, we were in a couple of youth groups, you know, growing up. We went to a couple of churches, went to their youth groups, and not once did, did Hooters ever come in and do anything for us. Huh. What? what? I missed that whole thing. There's not a Hooters around here. Where, where's the closest one? The city? Maybe. Tulsa. Tulsa or Oklahoma City? Wichita, maybe? Like, all yeah. three, they're all pretty much equal distance from here. So. Like in the middle. Mm. Sam, you had a story, I think. Oh, yeah. So, uh, last night when I get home from work, <coughs> my kids were all asleep. They're on the bunk beds, and they, uh, gonna, I always kiss them and kind of tuck them in. So I bought hand was on the bottom bunk, kissed her, tucked her, and, you know, climbed up to the top bunk, tucked Alyssa in, kissed her. And I was stepping down, I stepped on a toy, and my hand went through the window. <laughs> really? Was, yeah, pretty awesome, huh? And this is all that came of it. Well, That's uh, bullshit. I got worse fucking shit from batting cages. That's pretty crazy. I mean, look at this. There's nothing. There's so much blood, and that's it. I, it's not that good of a story, but it was a story that I hadn't told you guys. And uh, it was, tell us another story. You can make it up. It's okay. Um, this is fact or fiction. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what? That, that, was, that was lame. That was lame, Josh. You're, you're horrible at this, Josh. Get in a funny mood. You should have told me we were going to do fact or fiction. <laughs> um... <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to go with fact. I'm going to guess that you're on this spot, and I, I was just kidding. We don't have to do fact or fiction. <laughs> we can set things on fire, though. Yes. What, what does that mean? Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. I'm trying to find distant tombs here. We're going through all of our freaking PH, and I have yet to come across them. Distant tombs? Yeah. I remember. Dismember. Dismember. We don't, I already looked at it. You, don't, you can stop. Have you already pulled them? I can't find them. We don't have any? Uh, uh, what other? I want to know. So you, did you like Thor? Thor was amazing. Thor was amazing. I thought I thought it was really good. I thought it was good enough. I took a three-year-old in there and we watched it, and uh, he really enjoyed it. And he bought a hammer. Here's like, kind of the like an actual size hammer, and he hit me in the face with it, and it really fucking hurt. <laughs> so I got audited at work the other day, right? Yeah. And the auditor sees my America tattoo. He's like, oh, com you like comic books, huh? And I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. And he's like, I've never really read any, but I took my wife to see Thor the other day. I was like, oh, did you like it? And he was like, yeah, it was really good. So I'm just a little confused. I said, well, what are you confused about? And he said, they're, they're coming out with an Avengers movie, right? I'm like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't get it. Because couldn't the Avengers just be like, Thor? We're having a problem with this. Can you take care of it for us? And I was like, well, that, yeah, for the most part. Well, in the Avengers movie, they're going to have to pose a threat large enough to bring them together. I mean, that's how it went in the comic books. Loki. Yeah, and it, it was Loki in the in the first Avengers, like the first story arc. So, I mean, they, well, they, the they, already, they already have the, the villain introduced. Cube. Yeah, the cosmic well, cube <laughs> and Loki, and I'm sure the Hulk will turn at some point in time and they'll have to fight the Hulk. Yeah, there you go. That'll be awesome. But I if, just if Edward Norton's involved, Edward <laughs> Norton's involved. It's uh, ah, that's what's, stupid. what's the guy's name? They've um, already cast him. Yeah, really. I really like the casting too. I thought it was a good casting. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. <laughs> it would have been better with Ryan Reynolds or it's a guy from the thing over, Bradley Cooper. It's always one of those two, right? Pretty much. <laughs> They're the only working people in Hollywood. Right <laughs> and if it's a chick, it's definitely Natalie Portman. <laughs> right. <laughs> She is. She was in 177 movies last year. Mm -hmm. No way. No. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and what I'm sure like from? people are like Mark Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo, into the fucking mic. Like, come <laughs> not. We know what you. Anyway, tired. It's Mark. It's Mark Ruffalo. What do you find? Um. So you have money. iPad. Show me a picture. Uh, okay, I will go to. I'm going to show you the picture. <laughs> oh, so you recently got Netflix. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. This Let's finish talking about uh, awesome. comic book movies. So you didn't like the first Hulk? Yeah, no. Please, Hulk. I'm trying to think of, of what movies I haven't really liked. I'm trying to think of someone who actually liked the first Hulk. I don't think they exist, Josh. No. Well, I, here, here's I, one I that, that most people didn't. What did you think of Punisher? Which one? There's one I, I liked it. The 1982 one? Yeah. That one was good. No. Was the fight scenes were just like zoomed up pictures of his hitting people. Stop talking. 
No, this, <laughs> this one. Not the not the war journal. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one either. But the one... God, it's, it's who is that pretty guy? good. With Thomas Jane. Yeah. That movie was amazing. Yeah, it was very See, good. See, I really liked that one, but I've heard a lot of people be like, man, that was so dumb. Really? But I felt like they well, did it dumb. right. What about Steel with Shaq? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't never watched it. I never bothered to watch it. I never did either. Shaq retired. Sorry. I heard he was retiring or something. Yep. <coughs> I yeah. announced it yesterday. <laughs> did anybody care? No. Well, I'm sure it's something. She's in everything. She is in everything. Who is she? Natalie Portman. Oh, we already discussed that. Um, what other comic book movies? Iron Man 2 I didn't really care for. Really? I, I, thought, I thought it was as good as the first. Oh, no way. Yeah, absolutely. It was like the Tony Stark story. Yeah. Yeah, he's Iron Man. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. What were you looking for? You don't remember how the first one ended? He says, I'm Iron Man. I mean, even if you missed the whole rest of the movie and Tony you saw Stark's the very end, you should know it this much. Did you want to be like, I'm Bruce Wayne? And then no, like I, thought, I felt like <laughs> I felt like three quarters of the movie was blah 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 blah. You wish there was I'm more him in the suit. Want, yeah. Have you watched it again since the theater? No. Okay, you should watch it again. Ooh, who got the best part things? of Iron Man two was the after the credits when they showed Thor's hammer. No way, Whiplash, Cartes, suitcase, body armor, shit. That was fucking badass. Yeah, for the whole three minutes it was on screen. Yes. What, what do you want, man? I want action. You want to, like, 3D leap out of the screen and jerk you off or something? Yeah. <laughs> I paid $15. That's what I get at the other place. <laughs> and it's 3D times two. Mm-hmm. What That's 40. Four dimensional. <laughs> make you come. What do you think about Grand coming out? I'm so... So stoked. And excited. So stoked and excited. Well, you see, I'm trying not to get excited just in case it sucks. It will not suck. <laughs> Did you not see the four-minute trailer? Oh, well, yeah, but very often when you see a really good four-minute trailer, it turns out that's all the good stuff. I don't think that could be possible with this movie, but... No, there's got to be so much stuff. There's, there's lots of movies that I'm really that excited about Green Lantern, and I'm really excited about Cap. Mm-hmm. Cap preview gave me a hard-on. Oh yes, I love the old the old war stories of Cap. This is just going to be amazing. I will say the first time I saw a Green Lantern preview, it was just a TV trailer. I was like, oh man, how is this going to work? But What's then the once, oh, go ahead. Sorry. then once I saw the four minute trailer and saw him see the oath, I was like, oh wow. What is the I don't key, like that? What is the best Spider Man? First one, two. Yeah, maybe two. Two was pretty good. Doc Ock. They they cast Doc Ock really well. And that, that helped. That helped out a lot. Alfred Molina. You're such a nerd. I is. <laughs> <laughs> you said I is. Nerds don't say that. Hmm. Um, anyway, well, uh, what, what, what was in your opinion? What's the sermon? Yeah, definitely two. That had. It was right after. Which which one had the most potential? <laughs> Three. Three. God damn it! They just and they lived up to it. Hyperactive. They were just focused on the dancer. fucking symbiote. Who cares how they did the origins or the demise of it? If they would have just focused on the symbiote, maybe they shouldn't have taken the Spider-Man. They should have taken the scrawny guy from that '70s show and made him thin. Well, yeah. no, that was fine too. They no. just shouldn't have had the Sandman. Topher Grace, good actor, bad casting. Yeah. But they shouldn't have had Sandman and Venom and try to put him in the same movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that was another one too. But I agree, the Hobgoblin. But, uh, what's his fate again? James Frank, that's fine. They could have left that part in. Just left out Sandman and no. focused on the symbiote. They should have just, they should have fucked the symbiote. Say, no, 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 and just gone with the Hobgoblin. Because, I mean, that, think about it, that's kind of what the two had built. That, that is a much bigger part of Spider-Man's life. Right. They, but Venom definitely should have. Did they even kill Gwen Stacy? I don't even remember. No, they didn't. Ugh, She's walking around lame. somewhere. She's probably going to go. We should go kill her. Get sodomy. Because you pay for sodomy in New York City. <laughs> I like sodomy. <laughs> what was the uh, what? What is the best Superman? Two. Superman. Richard Donner cut. Yes, of course the Richard Donner cut. I kind of like four. Request for peace. Is that is that right? <laughs> you know that that's the title that I have it on DVD. Yeah, the quest for peace and it's what's the, box the set. what's the bad guy's name in that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that. <laughs> it was like they, I don't. They never like gave him a name in the movie, but they did have like a name from script wise, and it was like solar, it, it was like solar like man or something. Guy or something. No, it was something to do with sun. It was like solar ray or something like that. Solar bunghole. I don't think there has been a good Superman movie yet. Really, I really like Superman Returns. I. 
Quest right. for Peace. There it is. Yeah, no, uh, Superman Returns was... I really enjoyed it. it. It was basically... The Brandon Ruth or whatever was yeah. his last name? Yeah, Ruth. Yeah, Ruth. Yeah, it was like... It was yeah, basically what else was he in? He did, he's like he's done one or two things and, since. Yeah. And uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And I still have not seen that. Oh my god, I own that one. It's in my DVR. Okay. I just haven't yeah. watched it yet. I don't know. My wife watched it like the last time we were. Did you watch that Blu-ray? Superman Returns, though, basically. <laughs> was <so>. awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was a good, good first one, huh? Yeah. He had a Blu-ray player for how long before uh, you watched the Blu-ray? On? I've had it since the Super Bowl. Since he bought it, he got it at the Super Bowl, and he told me right near the end of school, the kid's school, that he had never watched a Blu-ray, never had one. Well, I bought It's a Trap on Blu-ray because I wanted the, it had the DVD copy, and it was only seven bucks. So I was like, why not? And so I, uh, when he told me this, I went and got it and gave it to him so he would, could watch a Blu-ray. So that was his first Blu-ray after X amount of months of having Blu-ray plays. I thought it was a good one. It's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Right. It's pretty nice. I'm pretty happy with the trilogy. And I guess the, uh, the Cleveland show is going to do the uh, prequels. Yeah. For like real? Yeah. They're going to do the Cleveland show with it. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Cleveland shows the uh, undervalued. The, yeah, like the the, 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 uh, the, the what am I trying to say? The the stepbrother, the, the, the married into the family. It's like the, the black, black show. The black show. Other side of the tracks, kind of deal. It's the BET version. I mean, I'm not going to say it's a black show because it's, it's all it's a complete like, like white family, people doing it. It's Family Guy, <laughs> Tyler Perry style. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. So. Uh, and the prequels were kind of lackluster in themselves, so I mean it makes sense. I was I I thought it all. I was just like, oh, okay. What's your? I oh, probably won't watch them. My favorite star or Superman is uh, oh yeah, Superman three. You with, the one with Rich Pryor? With Richard Pryor. It was really is that good. A new Hope. No. <laughs> the the reason yeah, like it's historically Superman. devalued is because it was more comedic and they didn't really have a bad guy. You know, it was the, the antagonist was like. These people that no, it was Superman. The black Superman fought Superman. How badass can you get? Remember, he split in half because he he yeah. drank some whiskey, Sam. Yeah, and he split in half, and that because whiskey is bad. But that wasn't that wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't whiskey. Man, it was, it was fucking Johnny Walker listening. Red Label. Do you not remember Johnny Walker Red Label? Is what he what he's drinking? That's not whiskey. That's a. Uh, I think it's like Daniel's. Ball. No, no. I just Dude, I know. This. Anyway. I like the little robot chick at the end. What the fuck is Johnny Walker? It's a scotch. Thank you. I could not think of that for some reason. Okay, yeah, robot chick. The <laughs> and the, the acid tube thing. It was horrible. It's like jelly Johnny and Walker. it splashes Richard Pryor <laughs> saved that movie. If it, okay, take that same movie. Take Richard Pryor out. Would you watch it twice? Yeah, probably would. Oh, that's lame. Like you put any black guy in and do the same. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been Eddie Murphy's first movie. Right. Or Don, Don Chanel. Right. Don He's in everything, right? Samuel <laughs> Jackson. Well, yeah, Samuel Jackson. I'm surprised he wasn't in it. What's your favorite Star Wars? He was. That's easy. Empire Strikes Back. We've had this discussion like 19,000 times. No. I like the one with the furry guys. Not on air. The furry guys? Return of the Jedi? Yeah. No, oh. I believe we've talked... No, we've talked about this on what the podcast. Is I'm pretty sure. Why can I not Ewoks. remember it? Yeah. I even have their movie they did. Uh, they had two movies, yeah. It was a two-disc thing. I still like neat. Attack of the Clones. That's my favorite. Candace <laughs> likes that? to make Can fun of that those? one, okay? That's how bad it was. Is that two? Yeah. Yeah. No. That was the one where they frolicked in the flowers for half the, the movie. Three was way better than two. Revere the Sith was pretty good. But, but there's just so many cool scenes in part two. There was no see. way they could have done done what they needed to do without making that movie. Well, here, cool, here's though. my argument. I, I like Star Wars basically for the lightsaber fights, and when they show that Coliseum where they're all there, and all of a sudden there's lightsabers turning on everywhere. That's pretty badass. It was pretty badass. And then later, when uh, they go to find Count Dooku, and they both get knocked out, and you're gonna come strutting in with the cane. Okay. Sorry. Two things. Just realized what I was doing. We're recording and you're shuffling. Sorry. Stag shuffle. <laughs> other, the other thing. Why are you shuffling? <laughs> Stag shuffle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, now since we're on the topic, uh, Josh, did you watch that video I sent you, George Lucas Strikes Back? Yeah, it's horrible. What? That was freaking hilarious. The old boy George Lucas. It was great. Yeah, I noticed the reference. Because we talked about Old Boy on the podcast. As far as our listeners know, it was only about a month ago. So it's completely relevant. <laughs> More like four, but whatever. Just so you know, the last time we recorded, 
I don't remember, remember when it was. It was, it was. it was a while ago. The three of us. It, it was the day we came back from that tournament. Yeah, we're that one. That, that, yeah, that podcast okay. didn't exist. It was so a we dream for the day we came back from that tournament. <laughs> I think we did <clears throat> record something then. I don't remember. Yeah. That one will never see the light of day. <laughs> that was horrible. That was a bad night. There was that a guy was, we really wanted on the podcast, life. but he in turns out he was having some marriage, some, uh, some family issues, yeah. Yeah, so he wasn't some really personal up recording. We should stop, just in case. Yeah. Stop talking. And Sorry. that's the end of that story. And I once drank candle wax because it was peach flavored. <laughs> Only Did it taste like peach? No, it turns out just because it's scented doesn't mean it's flavored. <laughs> I do best at that trick. Mm. Oh, Lord. I miss it. <laughs> so the other day I was balls deep in this midget. Yeah. I just had sex. What was, his, what was his name? Her dad walked into the room. Mm-hmm. Turns out she was just eight. <laughs> she wasn't really a midget. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm not going to go with that. I so need what go did dad say? <laughs> I need to go for the throats. Are they in that sack? Nothing. No, they're all in the dude. They, they, they literally are. I have been dead. Anyway. So much better than go for the throat. If you uh, are listening for the uh, non-magic content... Thanks for chilling with us and talking. We're, we're going to try to do better on the next one. We'll have some topics to go into. We had next, a great one. Next, next, uh, yeah, next we'll, cast, we'll have a what is it, Sam? Star Let's Wars it. versus Star Trek. You that? Yeah, okay. I'm down for that. I'll, I'll even write the parameters and everything. Next one, we're going to do Star Wars versus Star Trek. I'm pretty sure I'm going to take Star Trek and Sam's going to take Star Wars and Clarence is going to be the mediator. Because I've never seen Star Trek, any of them. And, and that's just that Josh hasn't seen all of them either, and I have. <laughs> That's why I think I should take that side. You want to take track? I want to take Star Trek. Track? Shut Star Trek? You can't even say the name right. You don't get to. You don't get to. Uh, you haven't watched Voyager. I've watched like Voyager. I just don't like it as much. <sighs> so good. What about Enterprise? It's all right. It's been Voyager. Did, did you watch Deep Space Nine? Nobody watched Deep Space Worse Nine. Worse than Voyager. <laughs> they, they put so many of the stars on that. They put like Worf on there. And it, it, was, it was a decent idea. It was like uh, a space station as opposed to a ship. It was different. Like, let's stay here and work. It was too and make okay, okay, we can't have the argument now. That's right. But I'll be the mediator. It was like cheers. Not, not watching Star Trek is like the one thing I'm holding on to before I slip all the way into the... You're a dirt, dude. So you're a dirt. Later. Tell me, how many comic books do you have in your house? <laughs> a lot. They're 40. Wizards is going to try out for the, the, the community cup this week. The community cup this week. Was it this week or next, one? next week? I, I don't remember. And uh, basically, it's a new format that begins at Mirrodin, the original Mirrodin block, and Eighth Edition. And the new hard frames, yes. essentially. Basically, yeah. Whatever modern. That's where the uh, other came from. Is from the modern. We were all, we're all hoping for like invasion, Seventh Edition of Mirrodin. whatever. Mirrodin will be fine. Mirrodin's fine. And we were talking about mask before. Oh yeah, a mask would have been amazing. A mask would have been nice. What can um, you do? What can you do? Though? Oh, oh well, it's interesting. We're wondering how much this is going to pick up, and like, uh, if this if this happens, does it kill extended? I don't think it'll kill extended. Extended will still be your format. Extended has never been a very popular format per se, regardless of what they do with it. So I think it could still be in the rotation, like block and limited and everything. But it just it still just won't be a played format. Would you say not now? But would you say up until years before now? The oh, extended, you're killing me. The, so, the, the extended was more popular. It was more popular, but it still it has never been a, a like casually played format. Like a, ever, about every other one. Why do you think that Legacy has seen such a jump? Because standard isn't as great as it used to be. Uh, with so many more events, any more uh, standards being refined, and, and, and especially with the growing number of players of Magic. 
So standard is being refined and defined uh, on a weekly basis, and everything has become an established format, and, and people interpret that as still. Just because people identify the best cards and the best combination of cards, therefore they're probably the best decks at a quicker pace than it used to be, uh, it's lacking innovation. With Legacy, there is nothing but. Uh, there, there's, there's nothing room to play. It's like every week you'll see a new deck doing well. Why, why new the popularity cards. increase in Legacy? Because it's a lot more fun. Okay, uh, the, the, I'm the popularity increase in Legacy is due to the fact that standard sucks. That, that's basically what I was saying. I'm going to say that the popular increase in Legacy is due to the fact that Star City Games offers that as their second tournament during their open series. And here's my... They only started doing because Legacy is getting more popular. No, Go on. I'm going to do this because it opens up the card base so much more and they can sell their old shit. But just like Dave wants to do, our, our local dealer, he wants to sell the older stuff because it doesn't do anything to sit there. Oh, I didn't even think it would happen. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. If they done extended... Then that would be extended. I think extended would be more popular. I think it's all about Star City Games offering this as and they've had weekly as tournaments a, as a money venture into themselves. They've created their own currency, basically. Don't say it like that. Then. If the government gets involved, that we can all be we can all be screwed. Yeah, well, it's what it is. <coughs> so mine is a non-rotating format. Right. It stops. The, I didn't know that. Be, it'll be a, and it is that an internal format. I don't think you would call that internal format. I think internal formats have to be internal. They have to go back to the beginning. So far, we have a banned list. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they put a preliminary banned list, and it's pretty good. There's a couple things on there, like Gary Grape Troll and shit that I there's thought was a little overdone. There. But there's sort of, of things sort that of I think the... will be added if this is a format that's picked up. I don't see how this format cannot be picked up. I, uh, from what I've heard feedback on Twitter and other podcasts and whatnot, it seems to be... It's just old extended, only a little bigger. Yeah, and and extended that's awesome. Wasn't not popular. Basically, Extended was very popular until Legacy came in with Star City Games. I disagree. I don't think Extended's ever been that popular. I think you should check your history before you talk. I, I, I don't know. I never played it, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you hey, read, uh, why don't you go ahead and just re read the ban list, Clarence, since you have it right there in front of you. Okay, the ban list so far for Modern... Is uh, artifact lands of color Makes of sense. each no color, each colored artifact land. Uh, chrome box, dark depths. Ooh, chrome box, weird. Uh, Sensei's divining top, skull clamp, sword of the meek, Umazawa's jit, and Golgari brave troll. See, Umazawa's. There's nothing wrong with Umazawa's jit, eh? It's just overpowered. It's, it's not like, overpowered. But if they're going to ban something like that, they should, shouldn't they ban Jace? Or Stoneforge Mystic? Or Stoneforge Mystic? I don't know. There's lots of controversy about Stoneforge Mystic. But uh, there's better there's better targets than Jitte. Why is Jitte banned? That's weird. It's the only one that I have, uh, I have discrepancy with. It's because it's broken. Sword of the Mage sort of is, is Batter combo Skull's much reason, better. Right? No, not yeah, not. because of the uh, Thopter Foundry. Answer right. that question, Clarence. Batter Skull better than Jit? Uh, no. Jit I think Jit's got a hit for it to do anything. Batter School is a 4 4 body uh, that you can put out turn three. Doesn't matter. Because of no. Stoneforge Mystic. Is, <laughs> because of Stoneforge Mystic, yes. Jit is the best equipment ever printed. I, I, I would have I said that's worth arguing until Batter School. Yep. Batter School is the best equipment ever printed. Best equipment ever printed is Jit. No way. Yep. Uh, okay, my only. My only argument for Batter Skull is, that is, the, is because this says legendary. Jit, Jit is still better. If Batter Skull was legendary, I would still say it was better. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. It's two to one, we win. <laughs> sure. No, that's fine. You, this room. Yeah, let us let us know what you think. <laughs> or Jit or Batter Skull. Yeah, you know, let us know what you think. That that'll be awesome. I, I want to hear everyone get my back. It'll be great. No one will get your back. Okay. No one that knows that's played Jit. You're going to get all these people who've been playing for the last three years. That's fine. Yeah, for you. <laughs> Popular population. The the popularity of Legacy. Do everyone know Jit is? They're all familiar with it. Yeah. Hold on. I want to read the. They talked about why they banned each card. Let's hear it. Although Umazawa's Jit is by far the most powerful equipment in Legacy, it is not quite game ruiningly powerful as some of the other cards on this list. 
Historically, Jit has been an extremely powerful card against creature decks, with mirror matches between creature decks often degenerating into battles over Jit. Unfortunately, Stoneforge Mystic gives the decks that want to fight against creature decks consistent access to Jit and a creature to put it on. We think that Stoneforge Mystic is the more fun of the two cards, so rather than allow such a strong anti-creature deck pressure to remain in the format, we chose to ban the real offender. Interesting. <coughs> I'm going to read that first line again. <laughs> yeah, you guys... <coughs> Whoever wrote this article... Is by far the most powerful is equipment definitely in, in the, the, the contention with so you guys. So would that make it three to one? <laughs> <laughs> who, who is the author? I'm just curious. It's got to be Rosewater. Who's that? It's, it's probably Rosewater, but... I know it's, it might be whoever's in charge of the community cut. Tom... Tom LaPelle. Well, there you go, folks. He agrees with us. Yep. And Sam's stupid. <laughs> and I like to taste shards. <laughs> Let's see. Adder school's awesome. You don't get why you, you get a creature. Get uh, it's just a stop dredge. It's not. It's not better than Jet. It's not even barely better than Jet. Whatever. Let's talk about something else. Okay, well, let's talk about... They the didn't ban hypergenesis. Not hypergenesis. <laughs> let's not talk about hypergenesis. What okay, I'll think up right now. Josh, about? if you're going to a modern tournament on this coming weekend, <clears throat> what would you take? What would what, what kind of deck would you be thinking about right now? Ooh, taking down and mirrored um, speak up. Okay, I will speak up and I'll tell you that I'm going to take. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Taking hypergenesis. <laughs> Probably some kind of sort of five color control with a lot of those Ravnica bullshit things in there. <laughs> I like the I'm taking my Ravnica Black Constructed deck because it was awesome. No, no, like five color you control can. using Vivid Lands and Reflecting Pools, but having access to the you wouldn't use Fetch Lands and Shock Lands. No, not at all. The mana base is perfect. You don't need to fuck with it. Uh, you can, well, you can make not comes in the <coughs> top lands. I would either play Hypergenesis or Ether Vile, Ether Vile Merfolk. Hypergenesis seems really broken. I, I would want to make something with Ethervile, I know that. Merfolk. Uh, I don't like Merfolk. Okay. It's probably, yeah, it's probably going to be a really good deck in this format, because you have almost all the cards you need. And you have Ethervile. Like, what, what, what is, from the, from the legacy life. build to this, what do you not have besides Force of Will, you know? Days. Yeah, okay, you don't have... You don't really have any messed up now, so... I mean, you have plenty of analogs. You have plenty of options. I mean, look at all the great uh, counter spells we're going to use. Reman, Hinder, smells, Spells there? And Who was it that said, you know, during a legacy tournament that this was a quote that they said, uh, legacy, you get to see all these classic cards getting played, like Stoneforge, Mythic, and Jace, the Mind Sculptor. Um, I, heard, was, I heard Pat Chapman say it. It was not Pat Chapman. But he was, he was quoting someone else. I think it's Rosewater. I'm pretty sure it was, too. I he was Sheldon Mannery or Rosewater, one of those two. I can't remember. Basically, what we're trying to say is, Wizards, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> I, it just goes to show know. the power creep. I the mean, power they're, creep. they're, they're, they're making better cards now than they used to they back made, then. It's not the power creep. They, they screwed the power up. Creep. There's just, no, the, the cards they screwed up on are the ones that are still being played from the past. The powerful cards from the past that are still seeing play. That's when they screwed up. And those cards the, can still hang the, with the cards that we are getting nowadays. Not the those are the cards ones that, that beat the. No, I'm talking about force of will and days and like the, the cards that stand still. The ones that are still being played from the before the like major okay. power creep. But you don't think that Stoneforge Mystic is on that level? No, I mean he, he's obviously a better card than most. But I mean, this is my question. It's got to be a better card. Stoneforge Mystic was printed as a mythic rare. How much would it be worth? It would be worth probably 50, 60 bucks right now. Yeah. Whatever double the price is. Well, right now, since it's coming out in the uh, event deck, it's uh, pretty cheap. It's like a 10 bucks round. But in Claire's mythological world, it probably would be coming out in the, the event deck. It, it, indeed, indeed. So I maintain my 50 to $60 price tag. And every argument I've heard about ban Jace, ban this, ban that, it, my argument will always be ban Stoneforge Mystic. Just because it's a it's a for, it's a def, uh, it's a game defining card, it's wonderful. It, I mean, but imagine if we had Stoneforge Mystic, but it had shitty equipment though. <laughs> Why would they do we, that? We did the whole Zendikar block. I know, right? That, that, that's what I was getting at. We before the swords and batter school. Before the he, whole mirror block when we got good to come. He out. was a bulk rare. 
Yeah, except for in tournaments where you'd use Umazao's Jit or it, Sword of Fire and Ice. They didn't do it. I mean, maybe somebody did, but it wasn't a big deck until we had Batter School. <laughs> I mean, like, the, these decks didn't win tournaments until Batter School. We were arguing about the best sword the other day. It's instant. I don't know. That's what I said. What did you say, Sam? Close second to Feast and Famine, but not quite. I said I said piece of him it might be better. The way like someone I can't remember who put it on the self. You're looking at like what the swords do when you're comparing the swords to each other. If you put on like get those abilities one time on an event or sorcery, what would the convert mana cost be? Which card are you getting the most value out of? And with all of them, like okay, <coughs> how, much, well, how much would you pay to do two damage and draw a card? Okay, three to draw the card and two damage. I'm gonna say. How much would I pay? Yeah. To, play, when you, if it, to, play to make spell, it a tournament-worthy card, how hey, much would you put? Three, three or four. Three or four. Oh, sounds about right. Now, how much would you pay to get to untap all your lands and to uh, make your opponent discard a card? Three, put that on two. Three or four. Four. That would be... I mean, the only card we've no. ever seen this, it was no. four. No, because like, green has had plenty of untap your no, lands. No, green untap your lands. Vital is three. Yeah, so I'm going to say okay. three. Three, three and make someone discard a card. Three. Yeah, because we've seen plenty of discard they cards. Could make, they could make it a green-black hybrid in two, yeah. and it, okay. it would work. <laughs> that, that's the way I look at Which card are you getting the most value out of? And okay, I, well, I did that's your argument. What is, Light and Shadow did... Turn a creature card from your graveyard to your hand and gain three life. Your card to graveyard I would not play that card. Is one. I would not play that card. You're not that. That's not doing anything. Game for your life is one. So there's no way to play that card a tournament card. So sure, there's no yeah. way to consider them a, a construct playable card. Sideboard card. Bodyland and War and Peace. Are the other two. Melt ten and get, and put a two two in play. Yeah, probably three. Three to melt ten. Four? Yeah, probably four. Body and mind's getting a lot of play. Two to melt ten. Because you have the one that mills five already, and that's Jones' tomb. Well, Glimpse the Unthinkable was uh, two to mill ten. No. Right? Tomb Scout. Tomb Scout, yeah. It was one to mill five, and then Glimpse the Unthinkable was two to mill ten. Right. So So it would say two. two. And to get a dude? A two, two, dude. Two, two. So four again. Maybe this is how Wizards designed them, because, I mean, now we're really breaking it down. War and Peace. That's a that's a swingy card. That's a swingy assault. card. Not seismic assault. Wait, what's the hand one? Sudden impact. Sudden impact. Which is four. And yeah. the game life equal the cards in your hand, which was Gerald's verdict, which was four. <laughs> which, but that was a horrible card. Okay. Or Gerald's wisdom, not verdict. Yeah, Gerald's wisdom. wisdom. Verdict was a good. Gerald <laughs> Fabiano played it in his Team America deck as a one up because Gerald is his name. <laughs> And it's, it's, and it's just good enough to get the play. Okay, so <laughs> modern format. Uh, would, okay, Clarence, what you see would play something with Hypergenesis? Hypergenesis or Ethervile Merfolk. See, I'd play something with Ethervile, and I'm thinking I would want to play something like li- with Living End. I really like Living End over Hypergenesis. No way. Hypergenesis, I'm going to work when before you can play that. Yeah, <laughs> you will. Hypergenesis may be more consistent, may be better all around, but Living End is more... I, I, I think Josh I would enjoy building when, that and playing it a lot When Hypergenesis was an extended deck, I beat Josh before he played a land. <laughs> I mean, it's... I know, I know, I know. I remember. Very much a... I remember how good the deck is. I can't believe it's not on their first... Protean Hulk is... You can play it with it, too. It's so great. It doesn't <laughs> make any sense why Hypergenesis wouldn't be banned. Give it time. I mean, this is uh, th- like this is just a test. We don't even know this is going to be a real format. So, uh, oh see. lordy, moving on. Or do you have more? Do you have more about modern? All right. No, I was I was saying if it said why it wasn't because there's. So what about post rotation? <laughs> oh, you actually wanted to talk about that? Sure, why not? We can't talk about the standard format right now yeah, because. We can. If you're not playing Cobblade, let's play some Cobblade. Uh, you play Cobblade, or you know, if you are playing Cobblade, I mean, there's a few decks poking Cobblade. in there, like the Green Jumanji deck. Which is that what you put together, Josh? Is that what you were playing the other night, huh. or was that your own? That was your own brew. Well, the Blue Green Jumanji deck people are raving about. You got the Splinter Twin combo, thanks to Mike Flores, it blew up in popularity. Which I don't know. Josh could tell a story about that if you want to. No, not really. Okay. How does it fare against Cobblade? Not very good. Oh. Uh, 
Wow. If you're not Mike Flores. Flores. Yeah, if you're, I guess if you're not Mike Flores, I guess. He he said he finally, like, just this last week, and finally lost his, to his first uh, Callblade match. I read that, but I didn't believe it. Is it true? He, that's what he says. Uh, he won tournament with the deck to another tournament and didn't do well with it, so I mean, we'll it is see. what it is. I don't think it's... I, I think it's a great deck, and this is this, and I, I, this is what I was trying to transition to. Like, uh, when did... Where, where were the... Josh took the deck, uh, the blue-red Splinter Twin build of Flores' to a PTQ, and one of the more problematic cards he mentioned to me was... Um, what's that fucker's name? Spellskite. Uh, I mean, there's there's plenty of hate for the deck. Spellskite probably being the most played one because it's main deckable. Interject here, please. Yeah, no, it's it's good if it's in every deck. Well, yeah, and, and that's just, and that's just it, and it's in every deck, and you usually see it in multiple. Well, I, I I was doing some thinking about what how to answer this, and there's another card I was thinking about that might be perfect. Yeah, I've been talking about a card, Gremlin Mine, a little bit on Twitter and a little bit to these guys. Uh, Gremlin's a one casting cost common artifact that you can pay one colorless and tap it to do one of two things. You can either do four damage to target artifact creature, or you can remove four, up to four charge counters from target non-creature artifact. The charge counters is rarely going to come in handy, but doing four damage for essentially like a, a one mana is pretty nice. And maybe the like the perfect thing to come at spell skites and other problematic things for the Splinter Twin deck. I mean, after considering this, I was thinking, okay, what about vampires? And I was well, of course, Grimline will be nice with uh, in Callblade. Maybe I don't know. Um, I at first I was like, oh, you could kill a Batterskull, but no, that's a black germ token creature, so that doesn't work. But so I was thinking this might be the deck board. It might be the blue red splinter twin. It might be the answer for Spellskite. It might be the answer for Spellskite for other decks. If other decks were having that, have those kind of issues. I mean, what do you think? No. I was considering all the all the decks, and I think that might be the best one for it. No. Well, you guys just don't agree that this is a standard. Gremlin Mine is not a constructed playable card. I think it is. For one colors, and doing four damage to a creature, might be very relevant, especially post rotation. When we just have more artifact cards being played in general, I see it coming in out of the sideboard, but it's one of the main deck cards, yeah. Okay, because you can counter it with middle miss stuff. No, <laughs> it's it's just because of it limits it to an artifact creature. You have to wait for your opportunity to hit. Well, maybe out of the sideboard, and yeah, because there are some decks that don't have artifact creatures. But I just, you know, one of the one of the main hate cards for this deck is to help the combo. I I was thinking. Not having to worry about fucking spell sky would be nice. It would be nice. You know, it would be even nicer. Another spell that you couldn't spell on this one. Is I there one that does that right now? There's the green one, Autumn's Bell. Like spells you play. No, Autumn's Bell is blue or black spells. What? Creatures. Blue or black spells. Aut yeah, Autumn's Bell was on color hoser, if I remember properly. What's what I'm thinking of? I'm not sure. It seems like there is one that says a player your can't play spells. Your spells can't be countered this turn. Your creatures can't be the target of blue or black spells. Autumn's Veil. Spells That's you spells. control can't be countered by blue or black spells this turn. And creatures you control can't be the target of blue or black spells. So something like that or a uh, silence. Would be nice. Is silence illegal? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, see, that's, what, that's what I was thinking of. Played. That's what I was just thinking of. Like, there is a spell out there that does that. Yeah. But, but that's white. <laughs> exactly. And the other one's green. Hey, did you guys think it was pretty great that I was saying we should put the Splinter Twin combo in Callblade and then all the pros did that? Well, not all the pros, but like Michael Jacobs and a few others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty great. <laughs> Michael, Jacobs, Michael Jacob actually got fourth at the Invitational, so... Pretty neat. <laughs> There's just... Um, I hate... Hey. I hate Callblade. <laughs> It's 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 one of the best standard decks ever because it's had the most opportunity to shine because of all it's the like, increasing it's events. Like affinity two, <laughs> kind of. And I wonder. I, would, do you think Affinity would have remained as dominant if we had as many tournaments as we do now? Like then? yes, because the same thing would have happened. It becomes there comes a point where it wins so much that people are like, oh, I've got to play that. So then the field goes to like. The 45% playing that deck so it's going to come out with the same but you guys have been seeing this every year for years there's always a deck there's always a, the, the deck I think the reason we're saying now more so is because there wasn't in the last three 
John the four fairies. John and John fairies. The four fairies. It was hard to have a like the one best deck. There, it was it like was rare, it was rarely to find. There's, there's always like one that probably is the yeah, best deck, but there's the like enemy. three or four. There's always an enemy, and I think maybe they do that on purpose. And that's all right. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, if, if there was a different top deck every set that came out, if every set affected a metagame like that, would I mean, would that be a good thing? Torpor Orb is being main deck by Brian Kibler <laughs> in, his, in his article because it hoses so many things. You can go up to, like, I think, three post-board. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Tabak, Josh Tabak. He was the one who played it at the Invitational. I... I, the games I watched him play, it just annihilated Callblade. It was so sexy. They just didn't have the answer for it? Just the deck itself. Just, like, just ran it over. It was doing way more things than Callblade in the early turns. Yeah. It, it, it was just awesome. I mean, it, and just having the... Is it... What is his name? The, the guy that puts a 1-1 counter on your artifact creatures? Still Overseer? Still Overseer with Inkmoth Nexus. It's just so sexy. You're sexy. What's the, uh, what's the text on Orb? Activated it. Orb per orb. Mm-hmm. So it uh, comes with the playability so creatures don't trigger. For your opponents or everyone? For everyone. It says creatures entering the battlefield don't cause abilities to trigger. I see. That's close. It's just two casting cost artifact that I made fun of. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. Turns out it's pretty good. What did, did you have you seen Kibler's list, Clarence? Mm-mm. The Tezzeret list? I know it has. Have you seen the, the new version of when he played in uh, Singapore? Well. How, how's that working out for you? Yeah, it's not working too well. Well, he added Batter School because it's that good. If he had access to JIT, he'd play it instead. <laughs> you would. You really would. <laughs> oh, look, a Red Green Landy deck. But uh, one of the things I really liked in Kibler's list was Rexia Batabor. I watched a. Uh, or I watched them play it at All Blighted. They got the Frexy Metamorph, the Potitz. Uh... Oh, what the fuck was it? Tippert still? It was pretty pretty sexy. Yeah. Uh, but Frexy Metamorph just got out and being, you know, that other shell over here or being uh, Eek Box Eva. It's just, it's really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm really excited. That's uh, that list. I'm just going to say that there was a Stark Cities game qualifier in Minneapolis, Minnesota on April 24th. And red green land destruction got fifth fifth place. That's pretty great. What uh, give us the list? Uh, four worm coil engine, four six slime, four birds, three rune blasters, four inferno titans, four tree speakers, four overground battlements, four demolish, four melt melt terrain, four roiling terrain, roll terrain, and some lands. Lands. Was Tadek in the lands? Uh, no. I oh, see. That's what I was thinking. I probably read it either. If you're reading that many main deck land kill spells, because if you're really trying to land kill that hardcore, the tectonic edge is just six shouldn't, shouldn't be working towards it. I read a really great article on uh, Wizards homepage yesterday, and it was talking about the uh, first promo cards ever to come around. It was uh, the brand manager's article, Purtis or something, Purvis. I don't know. Someone linked it on Twitter, and uh, it was Smitty linked on Twitter. And uh, it was really great that when the, they were talking about how the, the first pros they were handing out were, were the ones that came out in the books, but the books were mass marketed. But the real problem they had was they, at Dragon Con, the first one they had a problem was you could only get this one at Dragon Con was that Nicadial Dragon. You remember this guy? He's two and two red for a 1 1 flying bander. He does something else that, that's not relevant. You, I, I think the real problem was it had banding and I knew what the fuck it did. What's banding? Next time we'll talk about banding.
cause he got a gift. You get my way, bitch, you, you get, get a broken neck pinch. One night I didn't go to sleep up playing risk. At dawn, I won, got global dominance, but in the hallway, it's completely different shit. Can't get my locker open and my pants are always split. Can't seem to catch a ride, can't ever get a date. But in my mind, seven to nine things are great. Drop night bikes, prima donnas prevail. I'm a homer sighting lines from the holy grail. Stuff knows, it's a swollen glands. Never been kissed, never been on hands. Just bust my biscuits over Britney in a bubble bath. Darth Vader with an